Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Didn't that seem a little weird to you that you were renting a room, a seven-bedroom house with other people that you didn't know? You didn't know when they were coming and going. You don't have Calvin's full name, do you? No, you don't have a full name. I'm not to, not to be... Um... Uh, racial or anything, but it's because he was Asian. I'm from East LA. I kind of trusted him. That was the only reason why. Really? How'd that work out for you? Because how did that work out for you? This is the plaintiff, Teresa Roque. She says the defendant is her former roommate and was acting like her landlord because she paid the rent and utility bills to her, but she pocketed the money. That's right, this woman was supposed to pay the landlord, but didn't. And she's suing her here and now for the $925.27 she's owed. This is the defendant, Priscilla Martinez. She says she and the plaintiff were scammed by this guy named Calvin, who acted as the landlord but then took off with their money. She put the utilities in her name because the cops told her to, or she could be accused of squatting if she didn't. She used the plaintiff's money to pay the bills. She pocketed nothing and therefore owes this woman zero. She's accused of a misappropriation of funds. All parties, please raise your right hand. What you are about to witness is real. The participants are not actors. They are actual litigants with a case pending in civil court. Both parties have agreed to drop their claims and have their cases settled here before Judge Marilyn Millian in our forum, the People's Court. People's Court is now in session. The Honorable Judge Marilyn Millian is now presiding. Litigants have been sworn, Your Honor. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome. Okay, Ms. Roque, how is it you found out about this place? It was uh, through a Craigslist ad. I seen it on May right, 6th. And who put the Craigslist ad? It was a male Asian. Uh, his name was Calvin. All right, and um, so you go to see the place, and you like it. And did you sign a lease or anything with this Calvin? No. Not everything was verbal. The only thing he did tell me was to take a picture of the money, and I took a picture of the money, and I sent it as a text message to his phone. He said that was our receipt. That was your receipt? You think taking a picture of yes. money proves that you gave it to somebody? That's nuts. That's not a receipt. I told him that, and he said he wasn't worried because he was renting out so many rooms, so he said it wasn't No, you're the one who to needs to be worried. Out. You're the one who had to be worried, not him. Of course, he's not worried. Because we all know that Calvin ended up being a scammer, right? So he's right. not worried at all. He just wants to make sure you got the dough before he bothers to drive to where you are. You're the one who should be worried. A receipt is something that that guy gives you, preferably in conjunction with something that identifies him, like a picture of a driver's license or something. Okay, so right. what happens? He's advertising this place. You answer the ad. You meet him where and give him what? I meet him at the house. This was May the same day. So I made him the next day. Uh, I gave him the money May 7th. 
And that's when I took the picture, sent it to him. And then I already got my room. I He told me, get everything you want right now. First come, first serve. He even gave me the mailbox key first. So I had everything. And then after he, so I asked him, so how are we paying this? I told him, when will the next time you come? He said, well, today's May 7th, just to make things um, easy. Tomorrow's the 8th. We'll do everything on the 8th. So here comes June 8th. I'm hardly there. I was working a lot at the time. So Wait, I was who else? Hold on, hold on. This is a house? It's a house? It's a house. Seven-bedroom house. Seven beds. Seven. Okay. Do other people move in in May? Yes. Yes. Other people moved in. So I was the first one there. Followed After I left, Priscilla arrives. After that, it was another guy, AD or DA. It was another couple. And so... It was just us three in that house. Didn't that seem that a little it. weird to you that you were renting a room, a seven-bedroom house with other people that you didn't know? You didn't know when they were coming and going. You don't have Calvin's full name, do you? No, you don't I even don't, have a full name. I'm not to, not to be um, uh, racial or anything, but it's because he was Asian. I'm from East L.A. I kind of trusted him. That was the only reason why. Really? How'd that work out for you? Because how did that work out for you? Obviously not, but... That was the thing. I, I, I work with people. I trust people. And I'm sorry. That was just my Well, judgment. he's someone so who we know bad. had the key. So we know he had the right. key to the mailbox. So he is in some way connected or is the prior tenant and uh, right. or connected to the prior tenant that he would actually have the mailbox key to give. How about you, Ms. Martinez? Right. How did you find the place? The same way um, on Craigslist and... Um we all answered one um, the ad one after another. Like he said, meet him after six. And this is the first house outside of my mom's house. So for real, like oh it God. just looked like a great grab. And, you know, the... Yeah, it sure so was. It was a great grab for Calvin. Was, you know, so... Yeah, but now, so. here's the thing. You guys all move in in May. And when do you guys realize that there is no Calvin? When do you realize that? When they, all your utilities got shut off. Little by little, like, <laughs> one after another. And did you try yeah, so, calling Calvin? Yeah, but his phone was disconnected or it wasn't answering. Okay, so no one was able to get a hold of Calvin? Did anybody call the police? I did. And then did the police try to get I a hold did. of Calvin? They, they just told me that all they could do was, um, all they could do was uh, suggest that we get utilities put on in our name so that we don't look like we're just squatting. And Which um, is exactly what you all are doing, isn't it? You're all yeah, squatting. In much. fact, you guys got scammed, and the scammed became the scammers because there's an owner to that place who isn't seeing rent from anybody, is he? Right? Correct? Go ahead, right. Ms. Martinez. I know the yeah. answer. So the, so the situation okay. got done to you, and then you did it to someone else. So now it's May, and it's, where's the money going? Is anybody paying anything? Like, in other words, there's back, yeah, I know I there have, was back I utilities. Have... I have all the stuff and because I had every at, at that time I had everybody fill out a renter's form with HOA because I contacted the housing authority and was like, um, is there any way we could, you know, pay something or do anything like that? And they just said that uh, for us to fill out the renter's forms, like with our information and they sent us you those have in the to mail. Be I then, mean, that's wait, 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 wait. That's the when you said the housing authority, you meant the homeowners association at the at the complex. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Like now they're community. scammers. They can't rent to you. You're a trespasser. You're a squatter. See, if they hear the situation, they're supposed to say you're going to need to leave. But they let you. They wanted to get their back homeowners association fees. Is that it? Like For money real, was owed they to were them. They were giving us fine after fine. Okay. 
And why? Because you guys weren't upkeeping the place? Yeah, well, I, again, like, I had never been outside of my mom's house, so I didn't know it had rules. But then next came the list of rules of, like, no, uh, you know, you can't have a messy lawn, this and that, and no weeds at all. And, you know, it just kept on. And since we were getting the notices, but nobody bothered to open them, so... They just kept on building up. So next thing you know, we had a $500 fine just for the backyard and then a $300 one for the front yard for the weeds. And um, that's where she did give me the money to help uh, buy the mulch. You know, like, but it was it was a mess, like, with all those fines. I was like, dang, this is uh, too how much. much like... was the, how much was the electricity back pay? How much was that? Uh, no, I, I just opened it under my name. And they just let me start fresh, okay. but I really don't have any credit, so I still had to pay a large down payment, which is right here, where I had to pay two thirty. Oh, poor you! Did you going. pay rent for June? Huh. I know you got scammed for May rent no, from I'm Calvin. Not, I'm not. But what I'm not happened in June, July, I'm... August, September, and October? That's five months that y'all didn't pay rent. You too. Don't nod because it's both in, of you. I paid in pay. June. But we paid eight ninety. You paid. Who'd you pay in June? June? Who'd you pay in June? HOA. HOA. Oh, that's for it's fines. A, that's not rent. That's for fines. Great. You no, paid for, not the, for fines, the fines. Not, like, <laughs> not it, it was rent both, to the owner of the house. So has the oh, owner yeah, of the house the, reached out to you guys? To me. Okay. Did the owner of with her name on it as a manager? Oh my goodness. Okay, back up. All right, you talk to me, Ms. Roque. How did you find the owner of the house and communicate with him? She um, mentioned, so it was in May, she said to send the HOA information, which I did, and I found that paper, and um, it's on my phone. I, like I said, I hardly would come and go. So when I, May, when um What do you mean you came, hardly would come and go? I don't understand that phrase. Stop. What do you mean you hardly I'm would sorry, come I, and go? What does that mean? I was hardly there. I was there maybe what, once a week at first. Hold on, Ms. Martinez, hold on. Don't just shout out. This isn't a sporting event. Ms. Right. Roque, you right. were hardly there because what? Where were you? Did you have another apartment? I was at work. No, I have my I have a home, but the only reason why I was there, I had a court order to leave my home. So I did have to rent a place. So I was always with my friends. I was at work. So I was maybe there once a week. So like okay. I, would, I was why, hardly why, there. Why did you have a court order to leave your home? That's a different case that I have, but that's a reason why I was there. But you mean an eviction there, so or I, a restraining order? I recently got arrested in December. So it was a criminal case. I had to leave my house. Okay. Was it a domestic so, issue? Yes. All right. So you weren't staying then at your house in May, June, or July, or, or these months, because you still have to be away no. from there? Yes. Is that correct, what I said? Okay. So why were you only staying in this place that you got once a week? What's the point of being there at all then? Well, because I was working so much, and I did have to tell my social worker at the time I gave her the address. So she has she knows, she knows everything about this whole case, everything. So, and I lied to her. I just told her, I'm only there because in case I catch COVID. I told her that pretty much gave me my space for her just to stay away from me. So, um, are you, who are like you I talking said, about right now? Ms. Martinez? Ms. Yes. Yes. Cause she's nosy. She okay. asked me everything. Why are you here? So I told her I'm here in case I catch COVID. I have somewhere where I could quarantine. That's what I did tell her. You're suing her to get returned to you $350 that you paid for June, $10 of household items and $67 more that she asked for for the utilities. 
Is that does that happen on that day on June eighth that you hand her three fifty ten dollars and sixty seven? I gave her three sixty. No, I gave her three sixty on June eighth because I I still didn't think anything of Kelvin. I just said maybe he's gone because she kept saying he's out to China. So I said okay, maybe he's not there. Okay. So how the, and then uh, when did you give her the sixty seven? Though the sixty seven, those were different days because she just kept coming to me. Like like I said, I was there once a week, and the once a week I was there, she was like on me every time I was getting watched when I was there knocking on the door. I Can need I money ask for you this. a question? Why are you going there once a week? Where? What are you to doing sleep. the rest of the time? So I'm you working. just had, needed work. to have. You needed to just a second. You, what do you do I for do. a living? By I way? work for. I'm a healthcare worker. So even this past weekend, we're outside in the drive-thru giving flu shots. It's flu shot season. So I do work a lot. And I was even working the COVID okay. testing site drive-thru as well. So those were long no, hours No, I know, but where do you well. sleep every night? Where do you sleep? Where do you sleep when you're not sleeping there? Oh, well, oh when I wasn't like there, I was sleeping friend's at my friend's houses? House. What did you do? Yes. Yeah. At my friend's house. Because it was a lot and closer to my why couldn't job. you... This is, what I'm this is what I'm trying to get through to you, Ms. Roque. A normal person who realizes at, at some point that there is no Calvin then says, I don't want anything to do with this. And then that normal person then just goes and looks for another apartment. You didn't. And that's because both you and Ms. Martinez realized you might have a good thing going here because there's no one to pay rent to, right? So no. now well, you end well, up giving her $350, $10.67 willingly to cover electricity, fines from the HOA, so that you would still be able to have that place one day a week, that, no, the address you had no. given to your social worker. So no, my question I, to you is, if you gave her that money willingly, and we're, right now we're just talking about those sums, if you gave her the 360 and the 67 willingly, why should I make her now return that to you when you know that that money got paid either to the utilities or the HOA for the fines? But that's the, that's the reason why I asked for a receipt in case it was not given to Kelvin because I really did think he was still going to come by and pick up that rent. The last night I stood in that house, I slept in there, was June 27th, and I never went back. That's so why, why are you so intimately back. involved now with the owner of the place? Tell me how you so reach out the to the owner, owner of the place, gain his trust so that you can end up becoming uh, uh, the person who's now you. He, according to you, he names you the manager and you have filed a notice of eviction to Martinez. And I guess the other people there. Are there any other people there? Yes. Yes. Okay, that's not her family. Because what she, yeah. Because what she's called it subleasing, which she's also leasing out two other bedrooms to other people. So she made her own scam like Calvin did. That's what she did. Totally. So the owner totally. came, yeah, the owner came and contacted her. And do you right want now. a piece of that action? Is that where the problem is? No. Or are you just some good no. Samaritan so fighting for, for the owner? Like, I'm trying to figure out what's in it for you. Nothing, Your Honor. Nothing? Then Nothing why do you honor, end up owner. reaching out to the owner, getting, having the owner call you a manager, and then trying to evict her? Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Whether it's routine maintenance, an emergency repair, or a dream project, Angie lets you compare quotes from multiple local pros, browse homeowner reviews, and even book a service instantly. Angie's been connecting people with skilled pros for nearly 30 years. So the next time you have a home project, bring it to Angie to get your job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot the owner reached out to me. I never how did reached he, out to How did owner. he know your name and number? Because I gave my number to the HOA. Like I said, I, she said to give it to them, and I did. So the owner called the HOA and got my phone number from them. And I where he was he? For where help. was I'm, that? That fellow, the owner, was where? When you he's talked stuck to him? in China. He has 
he's in China, so I just spoke to him. Uh, I texted him earlier. He said that he, if you want to call him, speak Ooh. to him, you're more than welcome to get his story as well. And I, the last text message was today in the morning. So I never reached out I'm to him. I'm not going to text somebody in China. Me. I have no idea if, if it's really a, in China or it's well, a U.S. number. Well, he gave me right? a... And yeah, he, I, I just have a note. And you have an affidavit from him. from him, and the affidavit was signed in Oregon. If the affidavit was signed in Oregon, how is he in China? I'm not sure. He asked me for help. I'm just doing. He said this is his house. That was it. I mean, I'm a hard worker. This lady does not work. She even wanted okay. to sell the other guy's quad because he didn't want to give her no money. She should not be touching anybody's okay. stuff. Let me ask you, Ms. Martinez, when you got the 350, the 10, and the 67, was, was everybody already cognizant that there was no Calvin or not yet? Yep, and everybody knew that all the utilities were getting shut off, and I was the only one willing to go and connect them all, and I've never, like I said, been outside of my mom's home, so yeah, I'm going to hassle How them. How old are you? When How old are you? Down to, I'm, I'm 30. Okay. <laughs> But, I mean, of course I'm going to hassle them if, like, all that, like, it's a lot, it's a big house, and it's a lot. I'm, laugh I'm not time, laughing like, at you. I'm Latina yeah. also. I get it. Like, I'm uh, not laughing at you. I'm just yeah. laughing because I'm Latina and too, just, and I know I we have that tendency. <laughs> I just wanted to say, like, I mean, I just got another notice, a three-day notice, and it says that the owner's in, in um, Newport Beach. So, and, I, I mean, she, you know, like, she said that, uh, I don't know, dude, like, we had no bad intention in none of this, you know, like, at all. Like, I just, I'm the one that told everybody to but you got, But you got some so bad intention don't now, like don't you? But you got a, some bad intention I'm, now because you keep staying, I mean, you're squatting than, there when you don't have than, a right to. Yeah, other than that, other than that, yeah, you know, like, I'm guilty on that for sure. But as far as like, all right. So let know, me like, ask you a question. Anything else? Like, did you rent the other bedrooms out to other people and collect rent? I could show you empty rooms right now, Your Honor. According to you, Ms. Roque, Ms. Martinez seeks a restraining order against you. Correct? Yes. The restraining order ends up getting dismissed, and then did she change the lock or something that you can't get back in there? She did it twice. She's changed it twice. Okay. According to you, you have left stuff there and you want to be compensated for it. But why were you not able to get the stuff? Because she changed. Because she changed the locks again. If she changed the locks again, okay, did you call the police when she changed the locks a second time? Or you uh, recognize that I you don't have any, any lease there or any ability to... to I mean, the squatter no, squatted on the, you, apparently. Right. I called the police a couple times, but they took a couple hours, so I would leave. So I think that's why she has seen the many times that I've called, because I have to wait, and I kind of wait there. I mean, I get off at 5 o'clock. I'm waiting there till 7. I mean, I have to go home, get ready for the next day as well. So, and I, I you cannot, because of COVID, you cannot walk so you have no Okay, so you have airport. no proof of having filed a police report or asking the police for assistance to go in and get your things. No. When did you change I the lock last, Ms. Martinez? Yeah, it was in August. Okay. And after you changed the locks, did there come a time when she was banging on the door and trying to get in? I haven't, I haven't heard her. Okay. Can I ask you this? And the police, she says the that there's time, numerous the... things in her room and that she wants access to them. Are those things in her room? They're not. I don't even know what she's talking about. I said all she left was a glob of hair, uh, poop inside of the toilet, bunch of bugs and hair everywhere. So, I mean, if she wants those things, she's going to have to fish them out of the trash because, I mean, I couldn't, you know, just leave it there. Where's her TV? No Where is her? Hold on a second. 
I don't even Where know what is, she's talking about. I know about. that she didn't get, okay, but hold on, because um, I'm not buying that because you and I both know she didn't move out. She's trying very hard to squat harder than you. Very hard, okay? No, I'm actually she, to the point where she's out. communicating, right, but that's not my question. To the point where she's communicating with the owner of the place, she's trying to get in there. So we, you and I both uh, know she didn't take her belongings. So where are her belongings? Dude, there was nothing in there. If she, what, she's do you have a, a receipt for the, the, the biggest the ticket item? The TV that you're talking about that you brought in there, do you have any proof of that, that you had a TV in there? No, but the owner Why said to go check stuff... on has to look. Okay, show me what you got from the owner. I know that you have an affidavit, so, but why should I trust right. that any more than I trust Calvin? It's an affidavit from a guy who's supposedly in China. Email. Yeah, and it's mm -hmm. it's notarized in Oregon, but he's living in Newport. I mean, come on. I thought the, the, uh, how the notary do, How do I know that's enough. not another Calvin? I don't know. The that's notary where, of a notary. guy who's in China, but it's notarized in Oregon? I mean, that's got me nervous, right? Well, he that's has got me nervous. Ms. Martinez, when are you leaving? Um, I should I should be by gone by the first. So I even so really letter, here's what uh, we're down to. Let's discuss. Now let me let me uh, tell you guys a couple things. So basically, your lawsuit is divided into a couple of different things. The first thing is the money that you paid early on, three fifty, which you say was for rent, but I think by then everybody knew that there was no Calvin. Then another ten dollars given for household items then $67 given for utility fees. That amount I don't think you have a right to at all because you paid it, you paid it willingly, you just changed your mind now that everything went south with you guys. $17.88 is for a broken lock. Did you break that her lock, Ms. Into. Martinez? Yeah, the other one, yeah, the one she's talking about that we broke is the room that she wanted and that's why she started beefing with us because she, you know, started freaking, she didn't want to, she said she was going to be there a lot more because she was having more problems at her other house. Um, I, uh, I would love to try to figure this out for you, but, you know, it's kind of... Esto es un arroz con mango. This is a rice with mangoes. It's mixed up, and right. you don't know where the mangoes begin and the rice ends, and it's of <laughs> everyone's own doing here. Um, it's amazing. Right. And I believe that there, she had stuff there because... Each of you are trying to squat harder than the last one. I don't believe you, Ms. Martinez, when you say that there was nothing there. But it's very hard for you, Ms. Roque, to prove what it is you did have there and what the value of it well, is I you did. did have there. All right, well, I am gonna find. Like we no, we're done. I don't wanna hear like anything else from anybody. Anywhere. I don't wanna hear anything else from anybody, okay? As for the original amounts that you gave willingly, the answer is zero. As for the broken lock, I'm gonna award you the 1788. And as for the items that you claim you had in there, I'm gonna do a little rough justice and I'm gonna award you $200. So my verdict is for the plaintiff in this case, not in the amount you're suing for, but in the amount of $217.88. Good luck, folks. Well, in this really strange lawsuit, the plaintiff who had sued for $925 has only got $217 back. Ms. Martinez, the uh, defendant, how do you feel about that? You got to give her back money, $217. I guess if she needs it, she could have it. You know, well, you but ain't nobody take her bed. She order. knows what's up. Karma will catch up to her. All right. Ms. Bouquet, you, Thank you. Uh, okay, you tried, but uh, but you, you didn't get what you were seeking. 200, a little over 200 bucks. How about that? It's okay. I'm still happy. I feel like I still won. 
I mean, I work for every dollar. I might as well get what I work for. And because she didn't work for nothing, and she thought it was easy for her to just take my money in. All right, well, good luck to you both. A bit of a rogues gallery here <laughs> with all the people who are coming and going yeah. from this house. You yeah. got, you've got Calvin. First of all, Ms. Roque says, uh, I go and I give the rent money to this guy, Calvin. I don't know his last name. I don't have a lot of information about him. You can't sue Calvin. And courts won't enforce illegal contracts anyway. If it were to squat in a house and somebody said, hey, pay me some rent. Of course you, not. No judge so, would enforce it. Right. But so these guys, so here they are, each of them trying to squat harder than the last one, mm -hmm. each of them trying to lay claim to the house. Right. Her trying to, now she's communicating with the owner and trying to help him out of the goodness of her heart. I don't right. think so. Um, and so, you know, I, that's why I, I have to figure that there's some angle for her where she's got to have a different address. Right. Or she just sees money in it for her in the future. I don't know. Well, the only thing I do know is that the defendant got rid of some of her stuff. How right. much is worth, I don't know. Right. Probably not a lot if she's spending one day a week there. She really couldn't meet the burden of proof and demonstrate exactly what it was. No. But you were able to... Well... And this is where we do justice. rough justice is like pulling an ember out of the sky based right. on the circumstances that are in front of you. A little equitable justice. Yeah. So Patricia asked this. Hey, Harvey, do judges ever use emotion in their decisions or do they have to go strictly by the law? I love that question. Um, one of the worst justices in the history of the United States Supreme Court, his name was McReynolds. He said something really insightful once. He said, an amorphous dummy unspotted by human emotion is an unbecoming receptacle for judicial power. What that means is you want judges to feel emotion and, and to feel things because without that, they don't have any humanity in them. At the same time, their job is to follow the law and not project their personal feelings onto a case. So it's a balance, but you want judges to feel because you want judges with humanity. And that will do it for this case. Litigants for the next case inside the courtroom. This is the plaintiff, Yvonne Jenkins. She says she gave the defendant her former boyfriend money to hold. Now that they've broken up, she can't get him to give it back. She's suing for $2,220. The money she's owed. This is the defendant, Martin Z. Collins. He says he gave the plaintiff way more than $2,100 when they were in a relationship. And he didn't take kindly to being threatened by her brothers, who said they were going to come and get the money from him themselves. Or $2,100, no way. He's accused of not giving it back. All parties, please use your right hands. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case on the docket, the plaintiff gave the defendant her ex-boyfriend two grand, and he won't give it back. But the defendant says he doesn't take kindly to being threatened by the plaintiff's brothers who said they were going to come and get him. It's the case of, I ain't giving you anything back. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome. Okay, Ms. Jenkins, uh, how is it that you and Mr. Collins met? Uh, we met through Facebook, actually. Um... Of course, I used to see him, like, uh, under my posts a lot, liking my posts, saying different things. And, you know, I was in school then, so I wasn't, like, ready for a relationship then. So I was moving to Georgia, and I just, you know, happened, I, go, I went in his inbox, like, hey, you know, too bad that I'm 
going to move out of state, you know, because he's, he's a good guy, you know, I, from on Facebook, you know, seeing how he is with his kids and grandkids and what type of father he was and stuff. And, you know, he was a good guy, somebody that, you know, I would, I thought I would be able to date. But, uh, so it started. When, when did then, that thought you know. occur to you? Just as you were moving from the state, that's when you, <laughs> the thought occurred to you? <laughs> All right. So how long did you guys date? Uh, about two months, two and a half months. Okay. Was it long about distance the whole months. time? Um, long distance the whole time because I'm a travel nurse. So I was sent out on assignment as soon as we start dating. Okay, Ms. Jenkins. So, uh, at some point, very, very, very early on, because you started <laughs> dating him when? End of June? At some yes. point a few weeks later, you decide to hand him $2,100 to hold for you. Why? I mean, because, you know, we, I, I did, I trusted him. He, he never gave me that vibe that he would, you know, take it. Uh, you know, we were both planning a future together. Why you is know, he holding money for you? Why don't you hold your own money or have a bank account hold your money? Why are you having well, him I do hold have a, money? Because I'm a, I'm a big spender. <laughs> and okay, so, so you didn't I, trust yourself? Pretty much, yeah. Why don't you just deposit it in a bank and not go to the bank? That takes a, an extra effort to go to the bank. Like, well, why do you hand it to a guy you, you knew, you, you've known for two weeks instead of giving it to your mother or your brothers who you apparently have a relationship with? Why do you give it to a guy who you've been dating for two weeks? Well, he was going with me to Columbia. That was the plan for him to go with me to get my dental work. So when we found out that he would not get a passport in time, I decided to take my mom. Why didn't you just give yeah. it to your mother? Why wouldn't, like, no. my mother would be the person I'd think of. I wouldn't think of a guy I met two weeks ago. Um, Mr. Collins, what seems to be the problem? Because according to her, you got, you never returned the money when she asked for it. Um, actually, that's not true. Um, I tried many times to offer to mail it to her. Um, it just wasn't in the manner that she was demanding. I never once told her that I wasn't going to give it to her. And have you mailed it to her? No. She specifically told me, do not do it, which is in those texts. Like, over and over, uh, she kept telling me, no, do not put my money in the mail. You take right. it to my Right. I understand members. that. I've read all the texts, mm -hmm. and you kept telling her, well, I, I'm going to mail it because that's the way I want to do it. And then you didn't mail it either. Like, she would have gotten it I, at, by now, and there wouldn't be a address. court case because months have passed. Right. I didn't have an address to mail it to. Um, I asked her the address to mail it to. I actually asked her mother for her mother's address as well. Um, but I had no address to mail it to. So you asked the mother for the mother's address, and what did the mother say? How did you ask the mother? Through text? She, yes, through text message. And she instructed me that Evie told her that if I didn't um, get a certified money order, take a picture of it, uh, it was just a bunch of stuff that they wanted done to do it that she specifically said do not mail it do not put it in the snail mail it'll get lost do not do not over 30 times i was told do not put okay. it okay how mail. long did you guys date miss jenkins how long did you guys date it was a little over two months all right and why did you guys break up basically because of my occupation um i, I just didn't have time for him uh, because i was fit to go okay. on another assignment from Texas to Florida, and he kind of got like an attitude when leaving Texas. I went straight home to my son instead of going straight to him. 
And, you know, like I told him, I've been So going, who broke up with who? Did you home. break up with him or did he break up with you? Uh, we both decided, you know, that we we moved, to, we did move too fast and we was just going to keep it, you know, you know, court to go and slow with it. And then he was like, okay, cool. So, and it's when he brought in that my mom needed a camera for her Bible study Zoom class. And when he mentioned that, and I was like, okay, well, take the money over there to my mom's house and let her buy the camera and she can deposit the rest into her account. That's when the money so, really So here's came the up. text. First of all, I have to note when I look at this text that instead of having your name, he has my future as your name. That's no. how he keeps or kept you. Who is that him or you that no. that's you, right? That's, I have his name like his that. name for you. Oh, you had mm -hmm. his name like that. Oh, goodness. Mm -hmm. You say take the whole 2100 to her. She will put it in her account. I'll have her order her camera and she can put the rest in her savings for me. And he says, oh, now I'll just app it back to you. I didn't know that's what you meant. So no confusion. I will put it back in your hands. I got you, though. I will send it in a minute. To which you respond in a minute. Like, within a minute, you respond, I don't have Cash App. She holds my money all the yeah. time. Um, mm -hmm. And then he tells you I Cash Apped it. Right? Yeah. And you say yeah. to him, I didn't get it because I don't have Cash yeah. App. I don't have Cash App. Now, this is text between you and the mom. I really don't need, trust me, mom. I just want her happy. I'm sorry again. Or can I just get a money order and mail it to her or mail it to you? I trust you no matter what, but she is far out there. I just need some confirmation she got her change back that she's talking about sending her brothers here. Well, now what he's talking about is that he perceived you to be threatening him. Were you threatening him? No. It well, was here's your threat. text, Em. I don't have, I love to see the anatomy of a lawsuit. I love to see how we got where we got. Because the issue in this case is so very simple. You text him and say, I don't have no cash app, so there's no way you could have sent it. Take my money to my mom's house. And he says, I'm the last that needs anyone's coins, and I never lied to you. If it doesn't go through, I will mail the money order directly. But I'm not giving it to anyone. If she's instructing you to give it to the mom, why wouldn't you just give it to the mom? When she mentioned about sending her brothers to me, um, at that point, it was strictly no contact. I was going to put it in the mail to whoever. I just didn't feel comfortable at that point. It said sent, like I said. If it sends it back to me, I will mail it. You know that's not how it works. You know that if her cash app is messed up, it immediately tells you that it didn't accept it. That's how that stuff works, because I use it. I use Venmo. I use cash app. Right. I know how this stuff works, and so do you. It's not if it sent it back. I think what was happening at this point is that your future was no longer going to be your future, and you were kind of mad at her. And you were mad at her tone, and you were and you just decided, you you know, you say you don't need her coins. I kind of believe you. I don't think you needed her coins. I think you just didn't feel like succumbing to her tone. And you just decided to sit back and tell her, you know, whatever. Because we both know that the cash app immediately tells you that it got rejected. This mm -hmm. stuff that you text her just to make her sweat, you know it's just to make her sweat, right? That's why you said if they Not send really. it back I mean, to me, I, I offered, will mail it. I offered to mail it like 30 times. I mean, to put it in the mail. I mean, Yeah, I know. But why are you making a claim? I mean, why are you saying that she, you had to wait to see if Cash App sent it back to you? Why would you say that? I was new to Cash App at that time. So I didn't know that it was going to get rejected. But when it did get rejected, like I said, I put that in it the text It gets rejected immediately. You see that on your phone. You see that on your phone immediately. You see that on your phone. Okay, so then you text her back. Oh, oh no, I'm sorry. Let's, let's get to your text to him, because I love to see how we end up in court. 
Okay, now let me have my brothers come and get it. And then in capital letters, I don't want my money in the mail. And someone tried to request the cash app and it blocked right off. So I know you're lying about it being sent. Put it in the mail is not a sure way to do it. That's the worst way. The better way is to give it to my mom. I don't care about your little threats. You should do that on phone and not text. So in case something happens, it won't be like you sent folks after me. Wow. It's going on here. Do what you feel, Yvonne. Blocking for my safety. And he was just done. Now, I understand that you asked her, let me mail it to you. I understand you didn't want it mailed. As it turns out, you would have gotten it four months ago if a money order had been mailed. And of course, that's trackable. So it's not a problem. I mean, yeah, it would be better if he hop, skipped and jumped and drove to your mother's, but I don't think he wanted to do that because you dumped him. That's the impression I'm getting. However, it is very hard to look at you, Mr. Collins, and not think that you were just messing with her when you end up not mailing it either. All right, Mr. Collins, guess what? You got to pay the $2,100. You're going to pay her the $2,100. What? In addition, what else are you asking for? You're asking for $120 for what, Ms. Jenkins? Well, the, for me to file it, it was $127 for me to file this, uh, the uh, papers in court here in Tennessee. Okay. That was the filing fee. You get your court costs and you get your $2,100. But more importantly, I hope you got a little lesson from all this, that maybe that's not the best move on your part, to hand $2,100 that you need to somebody who you've known for two weeks. It's ridiculous because he was in love with you. He texts you how he was in love with you, and your answer to him is you fell in love too fast. You know? I mean, yeah, maybe he did, but, you know, him falling in love too fast is something he can get over. Him keeping your $2,100 is a lot more work for you, right? Verdict for the plaintiff, $2,100 plus your court costs. Good luck to everyone. Thank you, Ioana. Let's find out what Mr. Collins feels about this. Mr. Collins, the judge says you got to give it back. You're, I assume you're okay with it. Am I right? Yeah, I never had a problem with that in the first place. Um, it was just a matter of not wanting to meet up with any of our family members for my safety and stuff. It wasn't uh, ever about keeping the money or anything like that. So I have no problem with that. All right. Uh, so you got to send it back to her. Ms. Jenkins, you learn anything from all yes. of this experience? <laughs> Absolutely, I have. You know, he, he just tortured me. He... He knew what he was doing. He could have took it to my mom. You know, he didn't feel threatened at all. But uh, I hate it had to go, you know, this far. But, hey, I had to get my money back. I, you know, he obviously was, was very uh, impressed with I, He was in love with you. Were you feeling that way about him or not really? I mean, not really. I mean, I, I, I was getting there. But like I said, he was just, he was, you know, right off too soon. I, it's just... I wasn't. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess it's over forever now. Yeah. It's over. Okay, good enough. Well, you're getting your <laughs> money back at long last. Let's see what the judges think about this. Another session of After the Verdict now, and here they are. It sounded to me like there was this undercurrent of hurt uh, in his heart uh, that was kind of driving not getting the money back in her hands right away. Like, he kind of dragged his feet on getting the money to her. And I definitely wasn't buying this, oh, the cash app wasn't working. And... Yeah, he should know that. Well, the cash app wasn't working, but he should right. know that. And she told him within 30 seconds not to do it that way. Right, but it was almost like, you know, I, I, don't, wanna, I don't want the dirty money. This, there's this, these text messages back and forth where he's constantly saying, yeah, I'm ready to give you the money. I'm ready to give you the money. I think he wanted her to come and get it. You know what? I think you just hit on it. That's probably what it was. And it wasn't, you know, 
give it to my mom. No, no, I can't do that. Have my brothers come by. No, you're threatening to have them beat me up. It was. Yeah, he thought he if, he wanted, if he made it a little more difficult, she would come and get it, and maybe he could talk her out of the problem. But but uh, you don't give twenty one hundred dollars to somebody you've known for six weeks. <laughs> you know, no matter who it is, I'm gonna wait a little while, make right, sure. Right. Yeah, make sure this thing has legs. <laughs> yeah, make sure it's gonna last. I don't get it. Why don't you just put it in a bag? I mean, I understand that people sometimes have compulsive spending habits. Right. I understand that. But, wow, why do you pick the guy you've known two weeks? Oh, because there were no, I didn't have a vibe, it would be a problem. Yeah, because that's the point. You don't get a full vibe in two weeks. Right. And that who, is exactly the point. Right, and who better to watch your own money than you, right? Yeah, or your mom, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Nutty. Right. Couldn't agree more. So Sally wants to know this. Hey, Arby, my landlord refuses to test for black mold, and I am not allowed to do it on my own without landlord approval. Do I test for it and sue the landlord for the cost? Or do I sue the landlord to make him get it tested? Well, here's the problem. If you have a lease that says you're not allowed to do it, you really can't. But if there is black mold and he refuses to investigate, I think you may have grounds to actually end the lease because you have a right to a healthy place and black mold doesn't provide that. We'll see you next time.